Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. At Progressaholic, we highlight stories of individuals dedicated to the progress of self and society to educate you on how to create impact within yourself and the communities that you operate in. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we really, really hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. And today we have with us Charmaine Holland and Eliza Prodnik. Now, Charmaine and Eliza are two young women who are spearheading the Caring and Connecting Pen Pal Initiative, which began in the Niagara region and Hamilton and has spread nationally and globally. They are mitigating the isolation that the elderly are currently experiencing during this unprecedented and difficult time, all while following social distancing protocol. Therefore, it is my pleasure to have the both of you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Devesh. Um, incredible to see the work that you guys are doing. But before we even start off, I want to know a little bit more about sort of how did the idea of Caring and Connecting Pen Pal Initiative even come up in the first place? That, yeah, that's a great question. So I developed the idea in March. So when social distancing and physical distancing protocol was becoming more prevalent and intense, um, and one, one thing about me is that I have such a passion for the elderly population and I aspire to be a geriatric doctor. Um, and I've taken steps to learn about this population, um, such as taking courses in my undergraduate degree at McMaster on the importance of intergenerational relationships, um, president of the Alzheimer's Society, and also was involved in music programs with this population. Um, so that has contributed to my passion for this population. And between the outbreaks in long-term care and retirement homes during this time and the lack of family and friend interaction, I was deeply concerned with the well-being of our senior friends. Um, so I guess how did kind of this idea pop into my mind? It, it did take some thought. Um, I was trying to debate like how I could get involved with this generation and involve my community yeah. um, as well. And then, yeah, after some thought, um, I came up with the idea of a pen pal initiative. But one of the one of the big concerns for me was kind of the logistics and how this would look. So I know pen pal programs typically use paper, um, but I know that I knew that during this time, there this like this modality would prevent present barriers um, to involvement and also distribution of the letters um, because you're introducing the physical paper um, yeah. and also the process of mailing these letters. How would we collect them? How would we send them out? Um, it was just a lot. So I thought, why not a digital letter format? So a digital platform. So after drafting an information document and just kind of like a plan for implementation, my initial plan was to get this and spread this initiative in my hometown of Fort Erie, Ontario. But um, the, I only, the idea only grew from there. Surprisingly, when I discussed my plan with my friend Eliza, cue Eliza. Thank you. Um, yeah, Charmaine uh, talked about to me on the phone one day about her initiative idea. And I tend to, when somebody gives me an idea, I'm the person that runs with it. So when Charmaine says that she thought she was going to be running the initiative in the town of Fort Erie, that is true until she talked to me. And I instantly was like, let's do this. Let's like um, expand it to Hamilton. Let's expand, expand it to Ontario. We're going to infiltrate CBC by the end of uh, May. Um, so 
I came in into this project very enthusiastically, but I also came in more as a backseat administrator to the project. So Charmaine's really the front man. She's in contact with the homes, with schools, other connectors and partners that we have developed over the course of the last couple months. Um, Whereas I'm a professional writer, so I handle kind of the letter side of things. I put together our letter packages for the homes. I answer back our volunteers. I screen the letters, edit them. So everything that goes into making the letters what they are and ready for the homes. I do that and I just act as a support for Charmaine in that I run our our sheets that we have, like our spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff. So we can work as a partnership for this initiative. And kind of a funny anecdote is um, after our first week of working together, we were on a a Zoom call, but we were on a call with um, our other friend and he asked Charmaine, how was the first week of working with Eliza? And Charmaine described it as a militaristic experience. (laughs) So that's just how it could be working with me. (laughs) But we do work really well together and we do our personalities complement to create this initiative. Exactly. I feel like we're like a puzzle piece. Yes. (laughs) That's incredible. I mean, as long as the puzzle fits, I mean, you know, the impact that you guys create would be amazing. Uh, But yeah, I just want to know like how many letters have you guys sort of like currently sent out and then maybe what's like a specific target or not a specific target, but what do you guys hope to hopefully have at? Yeah, for sure. So I guess as of yet, Devesh, we've had over 120 letters written from all, like, so many volunteers. Many volunteers have written more than one letter, of course, which we so appreciate. Um, And currently up to date, we have 21 batches that are going to over, like, 14 homes. And we're we're working on partnering with several more at the moment. So it's all in progress. And it's very exciting stuff. As Charmaine said, um, along with those over 120 letters, we... Um, we've had some volunteers that have sent us upwards of 20 letters. So it's, it's quite amazing the passion and excitement some people do have for writing letters for this initiative. Um, but yeah, um, we have had several batches already go out for homes. And But what's important to us is along with the packages that are of letters that are sent to home, we do include a staff appreciation package mm-hmm. because we do want the nurses and other caretakers and staff that work in our facilities to know that, that we appreciate the work they do for the elderly mm-hmm. as frontline workers during this time. Yeah. And like I said, we've received dozens of letters and we are very thankful to be able to share those and continue sharing them. 100%. And do you guys have a specific target, like 500,000 or just as many as you can possibly get? Well, uh, having a target is difficult for this initiative. I I can't say we have one that's specific. After all, the purpose of this initiative is about alleviating feelings of isolation, loneliness, and associated mental health issues that arise from these feelings in in the elderly population. So uh, to us, a target means that we have some kind of personal gain at stake in this initiative. And we want to make sure that its focus is always about brightening someone else's day and not our own. Even though by default, we also are enriched by um, bringing this service to elderly populations. 100%. As Eliza said, we expand as more people are interested. And yeah, we're just continually growing and we're, you know, growing every day. 
That's incredible. Love that. Love that. And if sort of someone's like listening to this right now and they sort of want to write a letter, are there any like specific guidelines that they should follow as such? Or? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we want people to remember that with there are guidelines that come with writing to an elderly population, especially in terms of accessibility. Yeah. So that, and that comes in the form of large and easy to read fonts, sometimes easy subject matter. The um, people in the facilities will cater the letters to people, to individuals who are more cognitively able to handle shorter letters, ones that are more visual, ones that are longer, because we do get some segas from some of our volunteers. Um, so we do, we do typically ask that the font size is about 15. Um, Arial is a really great visual font for elderly people and about 1.5 spacing. However, if volunteers do forget, I screen all the letters and throw them onto our letterhead. So if, if that's forgotten, then it's not too big of a deal. I can alter it. Um, but we also want to remind people that when they're being accessible, they do not have to forget about being creative. So some of the most some of the most favorited letters that we send to elderly include pictures, drawings, poems, games, uh, like I said, life sagas. It's really, the, the possibilities are endless when it comes to these letters. Yeah, 100%. That's beautiful. And um, so when it comes to the location, just to clarify it, to make sure that anyone who's listening to this sort of has a better idea, you can sort of write these letters from anywhere. Yeah, you don't have to be like in Canada itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question, Devesh. So we encourage people to write to us from like all over the world. Um, we've put this information out on our social media. It's been in newspapers and it's been shared, um, you know, between family, between friends. And it does end up, it has ended up globally, our initiative, which is amazing. Um, and we've received letters so far from Bermuda and as far as Iran, um, just through connections, like between family, our family and friends, but also through the newspaper, like I mentioned, the word does get out there and it's just, it's so spectacular. Um, and an individual from Iran has actually sent us 18 different letters um, from different children. And the beauty of it is that they, they write, the, the children write the letters, but they also create pictures. They draw pictures, make paper visuals, and it's just so heartwarming. And we know that the seniors will really appreciate this because, you know, it's, like the joy of youth and it's just great to connect these two generations. And we're, you know what? We're also connecting with an ESL teacher at the moment um, who is a family friend of mine and he lives in Indonesia. And as I said, he's an ESL teacher and he plans to get his students involved. Um, so that's really exciting. And I know that um, he mentioned basically that this is really, really important for the students as well because they're learning about Canada. They're learning about um, that foreign country and they're going to have the opportunity to connect with somebody. It's like hands-on learning. It's help making a difference. It's just like everything all in one. And it's just like so spectacular. So, yeah. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you can see the, see from the smile on my face that this is really, really, uh, it's really like heartening to see and hear. And yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Um, but like on the flip side of things, has there maybe been any like difficulties as a face, like when, since the initiative started off as such? Yeah. Um, I will start with talking about smart difficulties. They haven't been in terms of the initiative side, everything has run fairly smoothly and it's been awesome so far. 
it, most of the technical difficulties we've had have um, stemmed from us just learning how to write, run an initiative. So literal technical difficulties and, and how to structure things, how to word things, how to send out newsletters, all that kind of stuff is, is very new to us. And um, learning how to manage people, manage volunteers, a large amount of people. Customer service skills, we've really grown in that area. Um, learning how to update spreadsheets and make spreadsheets. Um, we actually had to have another friend help us because we, we really just had trouble with that. Um, and just working in an entirely digital environment. It, it, there is challenges um, when we can't always see each other face to face. I haven't seen Charmaine for months. So everything, we're on the phone like sometimes up to 10 times a day. And I'm yeah. honestly talking to her more than I ever have. And I've known her <laughs> a long time. So it's great. No, that's, that's amazing to hear. Um, but like how, how are these sort of letters given out to seniors? So is it like, um, are they sent out by email and then the, the nurses or the employees there print it out and then give it to them or? Yeah, so what happens is we collect the letters, we create batches. Eliza is responsible for that. She's so amazing. She puts the letters into batches, and then um, every two weeks we give those out. But when the batches are sent to the long-term care homes or retirement homes or other organizations, because we're also involved with um, Niagara Housing, which is not a retirement residence, but that was clearly a tangent. (laughs) Um, So once the email is sent to the homes or organizations, they open the email, we have provided them instructions, and they print it out. Um, We leave the distribution process up to the discretion of the in-resident staff, um, and the process has to work for what's best for them and for the residents, right? Because they know what's best in this case and at this time, because they have so many added responsibilities and their timelines are different um, with the pandemic, and it's just crazy. So we leave it up to them. Um, What we focus on creating is a streamlined approach and an easy process in order to comply with the staff's busy schedules, as I mentioned, um, which is why we also send along the staff appreciation packages um, in order to support these frontline workers. Yeah, that's incredible. And like, maybe like, um, just a little more, like how's the response been from uh, the retirement homes and long-term care facility side? So we do follow up after every batch with the homes to also to gain constructive feed, feedback for me and Charmaine and how the process goes for each home and also to hear how the residents like it. So we re- have received some images um, of um, the elderly holding up their letters and um, one instance in particular um, from a, a care worker named Janine, she sent us an email telling us that she looked forward to, to getting the next batch of letters and that the residents in our home loved the ones they received and that some were reading them over and over again. So that was really special for us. And we made sure to share that with our volunteers because it's all about them without our volunteers. None of this would be possible. So yeah, the, the response has been overwhelming and extremely positive and, and it's been so positive that the homes that we are currently catering to, they have also been spreading the word to other homes. So almost weekly we're getting calls and emails to have this initiative being run in other homes. And that's how we've grown grown to places like Alberta. Now we have four homes in Alberta. We don't even know how they heard about us, but it's really exciting to be able to share our letters just across all kinds of borders. Yeah, 100%. That's that's heartwarming to hear, from my side at least. And 
maybe like how's the response been on the flip side of things so from the volunteer aspect mm-hmm. so as eliza said like amazing and outstanding um we appreciate all of our pen pals and we're so thankful that we've received so many and that there's been such a great interest um but kind of like eliza said um it's kind of like this domino effect so when one person's interested they share it and there's more volunteers so we're not only like the homes are not only sharing the idea with other homes but yes the volunteers are reaching out um to their friends their coworkers, and it's great um, and kind of like the, the way we like to think of these people who reach out, um, we call them like our connectors. So these are our lovely volunteers who've gone the extra mile to connect us with more residences, more community organizations, um, which gather more pen pal volunteers. And thanks to these connectors, we have now partnered with professors from Brock University, Niagara College, and we're also involved with the Coronation 50 Plus Recreation Center in Niagara Falls, Ontario, and also elementary schools. And like I said, we're even reaching out to Indonesia. So that's crazy. Um, We're also working um, on connections more and more every day. So astonishingly, we're, we're gathering more connectors with every new connection. So it's, it's it's just crazy. It's like an ever extending web of kindness. So definitely, definitely agree. And that's incredible, incredible. Yeah, we also, but we also make sure to um, to let our volunteers know that we appreciate them. So through like weekly newsletters and on Facebook, we're always posting their letters for the, each other to read and stuff. So we, we really make sure that we show our appreciation for them. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's incredible to hear. And was there maybe any, and maybe both of you could answer this. Was there any specific moment in the initiative, uh, where you felt like, to sort of been like worth it or like this is like the impact that we're making um and like it inspired you to maybe continue the work and do it even more scale it even more i I think from my end um there's been little little points so when i first talked to eliza and she was so on board with the initiative and she wanted to spearhead hamilton but now we've kind of amalgamated as we have discussed we're um we're definitely a team on all regions and all areas but um yeah that when she jumped on the initiative i was i was like this is amazing i feel like we have a lot of potential and then also when we partnered with our first homes when we um when we were able to get into the newspaper and to be able to disseminate the um initiative to a lot of people that was also a, a very big plus for me and for eliza i believe too and just when we get little bits of feedback, like the, like what Janine said, how the residents are reading the letters over and over again, I believe for me, it's little moments like that, that really alert me that this, you know, this initiative is having an impact. Um, these seniors are being like, they're feeling a connection during this difficult um, pandemic. And it's, yeah, it, it's little moments like that. I don't know about how, how do you feel, Eliza? Yeah, I agree with a lot of the points that Charmaine mentioned as being um, those pivotal moments. For me, I get to interact with the the volunteers one-on-one more than Charmaine does. She's more on the other flip side of things. So a really special moment for me is when we get feedback specific to a certain volunteer 
or we hear back about a letter that a volunteer wrote or a senior writes back to one of our volunteers and just getting to write them and be like, congratulations on this point or this senior wrote you back and they're ready to receive another letter or just little moments like that are really special. And just to see how excited they are to see how their letter has made an impact. Those are really exciting things for me to work with. And I want to jump in there a little bit. So what Eliza had said, I don't know if we want to talk about our one um, pen pal volunteer. Um, I don't know if we should name her, (laughs) but we have one and she was even featured in the newspaper and she was very excited. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, Eliza. Yeah. Um, I don't, we'll, we'll leave her name out. You can find her in the news. Uh, she writes us 20 page sagas and I think she's on number eight wow. and they are just about her life about, she has this dog that she talks about because apparently her dog is evil and hates everyone. And it's this little like tiny little, little one of those little dogs, like the little yappy ones. So she she ended up getting connected with a journalist in Niagara Falls, and um, he did a um, an article about her for the newspaper, and it was just so cool the way she talked about so fondly about our initiative and her getting to participate and her letters, and that was really special for us for seeing her be able to spread the news in her own way and get appreciated also in the news. <laughs> That's, that's incredible. First of all, I just wanted to say, guys, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. And thank you so much for, you know, trying your best to make a difference because we need more people like you in this world. Um, first of all, and second of all, could you please also let our listeners know how they could sort of get involved with um, the Carrying and Connecting Pen Pal Initiative? Yes. You can contact us or send a letter to initiative at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Caring and Connecting Initiative, for updates and inspiration. And you can help spread the word. Thank you very much. If you liked any part of that, please, please, please leave us a review. It would mean the world to us. And please let us know your thoughts, how you think we can improve and continue providing more and more value to our community because we are here to serve you and make sure that you have the best time possible and really kill it in your self-development journey. Thank you very much.